Doug Tyrrell History and Comment is available on iTunes. Hello, friends. I'm Doug Terrell. This is History and Comment for Friday, the 2nd of December, 2022. I had Fox News on in the background last night, and they were discussing some guy who was promoting the idea that humans need to stop reproducing and allow the species to become completely extinct at some future point. That this guy is getting any time on a stage or TV set is completely absurd. The whole complex of ideas that brought this guy to this conclusion is what is called a worldview. Now, I can tell you that based on his theory, a rough idea of his worldview. Let's define worldview. It's the entire package of ideas and concepts that define how man, and by extension the universe, came to be and where man is going. I can tell you, the guy touting the idea that man is the problem with earth is an atheist, or at the very least, a deist. There is no God, and man and earth are purely chance without meaning, or purpose, or God is not involved. I do not care if he claims to be a nominally religious person. The Judeo-Christian worldview holds that God created man in his image, human life is sacred, and on a higher order than any other animal. Man is an eternal being with a future, and God has a plan. It's amazing when you consider those simple concepts and how they are totally absent from the ideology of the left. I do not care how religious politicians on the left claim to be. The policies that the left in this country are willing to go to the mat for are not in line with the Judeo-Christian worldview. Abortion and assisted suicide would be too. Both violate the principle that human life is sacred and within God's plan. The depression rates we are seeing in our society, and especially in the younger sector, are a direct result of five decades of evolutionary teaching that man is a product of chance and without a purpose or a future. The preoccupation with sex in all forms is a result of no moral basis and reducing man to no more than an animal in the field. The left and most of academia, and it's quite hard to separate the two, as they are so deeply into an atheistic worldview for its lack of moral implications, that they are ignoring the plain fact that the deeper we dig into the natural world, the more it screams intelligent design. But we cannot entertain that idea for a second, because the natural conclusion is, if there was a designer, he's an order far above ours, and we are no longer at the top of the food chain in intellect or power. If that is the case, we are no more than a cow in his pen or a gorilla in his zoo. He controls our destiny. If the cow or gorilla have the wherewithal or intellect, they would do what they can to please the caretaker. Just observe your dog. His life can be greatly enhanced if he will just entrench himself to a higher animal that can take care of him. Page 2. President James Monroe proclaims in 1823 that the U.S. will be neutral in future European conflicts, a wise move that will hold for nearly a century. President James K. Polk promotes the idea in his 1845 State of the Union address that the U.S. should aggressively expand into the West. The idea is known as Manifest Destiny. Leading up to the not-so-civil war, militant abolitionist John Brown thinks it's wise to lead a raid on the U.S. arsenal at Harper's Ferry, Virginia, in the fall of 1859. The raid fails, and Brown is captured by federal troops and found guilty. Justice was much swifter in the 19th century. 
He is hanged for his actions barely six weeks after the event. They did not take a decade or more to do things back then. Charles Ringling was born in 1863, one of the five Ringling brothers associated with the circus. Mr. Charles, as he was known, was the production director of the show and greatly respected by the troupe. Almost eight months after the surrender at Appomattox Courthouse, effectively ending the Civil War, Alabama ratifies the 13th Amendment. The Emancipation Proclamation was essentially an executive order and not law. The 13th Amendment made it law. It had been quickly passed by the northern states, but needed three of the southern states. Alabama was the first. North Carolina and Georgia will follow in the next few days. English author Charles Dickens gives a public reading of his works in Boston in 1867. It's his first in the United States. It's hard to place Oliver Twist and Ebenezer Scrooge in the period of the early 18th century. A Christmas Carol was published in the fall of 1843. If Scrooge was 60 in the story, he would have been born shortly after the American Revolutionary War. 1843 was the year the first wagon train left Missouri for the West, and Mexican President Santana is rattling sabers should the U.S. annex Texas. Founder of the Sea Shepherd Conservation Society, Paul Watson is 72 today. He is described as an environmental activist. He parted ways with Greenpeace over their views of nonviolence favoring direct action. That stance has gotten him into trouble around the world. Some use the term eco-terrorist. He was the subject of the reality series Whale Wars, where the Sea Shepherd vessels would directly interfere with whaling operations on the open seas. It should be noted that his bio states he is a biocentric worldview as opposed to an anthropocentric worldview. Their terms, not mine. Biocentric would place nature and all life at the center as opposed to an anthropo or man-centered. The first is most likely in conflict with a Judeo-Christian view, the latter more in line but still could be without a moral component. Neither might fully define worldview. The Senate votes nearly 3-1 to one to censure Joseph McCarthy. McCarthy may have been right, but he went way too far in his tactics and efforts. Censure is hardly little more than a slap on the hands and a wagging finger while saying, don't do that again. The Environmental Protection Agency begins operation in 1970. Dallas, Oregon police had to call in reinforcements from wildlife officials after a white-tailed buck deer was seen strolling town with Christmas lights on its antlers. They believe the animal had been rubbing on decorated trees in the area. The buck was tranquilized and the lights removed, and he returned to the wild no worse for the wear. That's history and comment for the second day of December. I'm Doug Terrell. Now go do something worth remembering.